Hey everyone, this is Pavlina from Scarecrow Studio and you're now listening to Real Dudes Podcast. My name is Katie Cakes and I am the host of Cake Bites, a podcast adventure through gaming history. I am just inviting you to come along with me on that journey while I interview people who have worked in and around the industry for the last 30 plus years to learn about their experiences and their perspectives to learn more about an industry that is continuously evolving. I hope you guys will join me every two weeks when I release a new episode of the show on all major podcasting platforms. You can learn more about the show at kickbites.com. podcast. My name is Kyle, and today we've got Carrington. Hey, hey, hey. And with Carrington, we've got all of our imaginary friends. Chip, Penny, and used napkin. Used napkin. Now, is used napkin imaginary, or is used napkin a real friend? Used napkin, is that is that real friend that's always there for you and never will leave you your side. Okay. Well, it's, it's a pleasure to have chip the other person and Penny. Penny. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you guys for coming on here. And uh, we have uh, so much to talk about today. Uh, Or not fun filled. (laughs) August extravaganza? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no. um, I think we're going to discuss a little bit about No Man's Sky. And then uh, I kind of wanted to touch on um, X Games holding a Apex Legends tournament. And, well, because of certain events, it being delayed. Um, we don't have to go deep into that, but I do want to discuss the fact that, you know, video games being presented into a popular sporting event. Sounds good to me. Let's make it happen. All right. Uh, So No Man's Sky or No Mansky, as I like to call it for short. No Mansky. Now, is that something that you expect people from the north to say, like pronounce that way? No Mansky. In Boston. (laughs) Uh, Namansky. Namansky. I, I don't know. I saw, I saw it on a Zero Punctuation YouTube mm-hmm. uh, series where he just pretty much pretty much uh, complains about every video game known to mankind. And so instead of calling it No Man's Sky, he just calls it Namansky every time he gets the chance to. Okay. Namansky. I'm going to start calling it that. <laughs> uh, so there's a pretty decent update uh, or DLC coming out. Yes, sir. It's in, more of an update, I would say. <clears throat> than uh, DLC. So it's No Man's Sky Beyond. And um, with this update, it looks like uh, you'll be able to play it completely in VR. Yes. 
There will be tons of little things and new areas available, and there are mounts. There are mounts. The crazy thing about this uh, this <clears throat> update, it's just it's it's like last year how it's going to be. It's going to be big. It's not just uh, like fixing bugs or anything like that. So, like you mentioned already, it's going to have mounts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be like a hub. They're they're comparing it to the tower in Destiny. So there's going to be like a hub like area. So there's going to be an interact with other players. With other players, yeah. And there's going to be 32 players uh, on a server now, up to 32 players. Which before it was just you and your friends. Now you, there's actual random people you can run into, which is amazing and boggles my mind. Yeah, that is actually really cool because. I mean, when when I think about that, I think about like looking in the sky of Nomansky and mm-hmm. seeing like ships just blasting off of people that you don't know. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to just get in there and just randomly meet people, which I think will be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Which because it's what am I trying to say here? The how vast and how big that game is, how cool it'd be just to be flying around and then boom, there's just someone there building stuff and you two can just, you know, build together and stuff. Was the, um, do you know anything regarding chatting in the game? Like, will, will there be voice chat with these other individuals or think it'll be like some kind of text chat or will it be any kind of interaction? Cause I feel like, uh, it would be extremely disappointing if you had, you know, 32 other people on your server and you did not have a way to chat with them. I'm going to say yes, because it would be it wouldn't make sense if you wouldn't be able to communicate in some sort of way with these right. other players. But they haven't said, but I would assume yes. Emotes. Nothing but emotes. Are there emotes? I don't even remember don't if there's emotes in the game or not. It's uh, it's it's been a while since we played. Yeah, we sh- we should get into that again. Show it off a little bit, maybe on a stream of some mm-hmm. sort. So maybe with it coming out uh, next or this week. This 16th. week, this week. Uh, well, not the sixteenth. Yes. It, it's on the fourteenth. So that is two days from now, which we are recording on the twelfth. Um, are you planning on playing it and showing it off? Yes, I plan on playing it, and I do plan on showing it off. Does the fact that it's VR have like appeal to you at all? Like, yes. Okay. This game deserves VR. Um, I've been looking into getting VR myself just so I could play No Man's Sky in VR. Like that's how badly I want. I think it's that's how how much I think VR is a big deal in No Man's Sky. I feel like this game is built for VR. I agree with you. It's, uh, I don't know, just the fact of it, that you are exploring space. Um, the game itself is is very immersive mm-hmm. when when you're just playing it by itself, but I just have a feeling being able to look around and uh, interact with the world in a way of virtual reality would be incredible. And uh, all that more... Um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? All the more not interactive, but immersive. Immersive, yes. 
Yes. Yeah, especially flying around. To me, that's that's the huge draw to it for it for me at least <sighs> to be able to just fly around. So, could you imagine, like, say they never released No Man's Sky, and this was the actual release of the game? Good lord. It launched with what fives and sixes mostly with reviews. I think you would think get so. more like eights or nines if it released now. Yeah. So does that, you know, make like should should devs wait on releasing games, especially if if they potentially are teasing around ideas of updates like this? I kind of wonder, like, is it would there be more of an impact if it released now, as opposed to releasing was it two years ago? Um, I'm gonna say yes, but I also I would also I would love to talk to Sean Murray, the Mm -hmm. creator and developer for No Man's Sky. I would love to talk to him to know the process from beginning to to now. Yeah, Yeah, I would love to talk to him to know what that journey was like from his point of view, because from our point of view. We got that release, and then with each year, the updates have been massive and impressive. And it's just like, man, I feel like this is what was given to us all those years through, you know, trailer, E3 trailers, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and press releases. So I would definitely like to know what the development cycle was like for this game because this next update, there are some things in this next update I didn't know I wanted, but I, I feel like I need. Uh, like milking aliens. Yeah, <laughs> game of the year right now. I mean, <laughs> a feature I didn't know I wanted, but I now know I need. I wonder if they like the uh, the Last Jedi inspired that. I I could see that, and because it was meme to death, and to me that's what creates longevity. Or is if you can somehow meme it. Meme your thing, whether it be a movie, TV show, video game. If it can be memed and it be in a way that's loved by both the community and the creators, Mm -hmm. it'll last a while. And the fact that you can milk certain animals, I'm going to be milking animals. Not going to lie. Space farm. That's what I'm saying. You have your own herd. Space Stardew Valley. Boom. Huh. That is like, I mean, a space Stardew Valley would just be called Stardew Valley. That's true. Right? Or would it be called No Man's Sky? Oh! oh I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, this update looks really cool. I know... Uh, well, you've been, you mostly play it on PS4? I actually no. don't know it on the PS4. I have it on Xbox and PC, though. Okay. Um, so I yeah. was thinking, uh, one of our friends is updating his PC. I, I would be interested in seeing if he ends up playing No Man's Sky. And speaking of PC updates, so one of the things that I love about the fact that I eventually updated my computer is that now I use Steam and I use Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. And I like mm-hmm. dude, I am very impressed with how Epic Game Store is releasing free games. Yeah. Uh, I I know a lot of people on the interwebs at least would disagree with you. So why would you say that? Because that's a different sentiment than what most people are saying about the Epic Game Launcher. Okay, so 
it's just nice to log onto my computer and get a little notification. Hey, this game's free, and hey, this game is free. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I up, upcoming titles: Hyperlight Drifter, and Mutant Zero, Mutant Year Zero will be on the Epic Game Store, and both of those games are great. I mean, Hyperlight Drifter is extremely well known. I haven't touched Mutant Year Zero yet, but I've heard really good things about it. I know in the past. Um, Moonlighter has been free. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, by the way, Moonlighter is free right now on Xbox. Alan Wake was on there. Yeah, that's that was recent, wasn't it? If you yeah. don't already own it. Last day of June. And I mean, all right. So yeah, these are older games. Great. But I still feel like there's a lot of people out there that have not played these games. You're absolutely right in that aspect. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Epic Games certainly has, for better or for worse, brought into light a lot of indie games that probably wouldn't be featured on Steam unless your name is something like Celeste. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just interesting to see how there are certain games and certain developers that will get hate. And, you know, I'm all for... Competition, because I feel like competition spurs on innovation. So it'll be interesting to see if Steam kind of like sticks to their grounds. Uh, Because the whole big deal is, you know, Epic Game Store is a... I don't remember what the split is for developers and the... And Epic themselves. I just know it's it's greater than what Steam offers. Like money? Money Money-wise, yeah. And is that what the whole thing is that the internet's in uproar about? No, the internet is more uproar of, hey, here's this game I'm going to kickstart. It's going to be available on Steam. And then some time goes by, be like, oh, wait a minute. All that money you gave us for that product you want on Steam, it's not going to be available on Steam anymore. Now we're going to the Epic Game Launcher. So if you want to do that, you got to got to go download that and and go over there. All right. So I can see the frustration behind that. Mm-hmm. But we live in a world in a time where multiple streaming services are available and certain people stick to those streaming services. So take for instance videos. I mean, you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Netflix, Hulu, uh, we're going to have Disney and uh there I mean there's other stuff like the local channels like NBC or I think like CBS has CBS, some history. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We live in a time where each of these platforms give exclusivity to specific shows, movies, and etc. Why wouldn't we expect video games to do the same thing? And if so, why are people in uproar about it when they should just do the same thing they do for for TV that they do or for video games they do for TV? you know subscribe to all of them i mean it doesn't cost anything to be a part of epic games right no it doesn't cost anything to be a part of steam either at least as a consumer so what's it hurting you know having both platforms unless you give your money to the developer that for steam and then they say that it's not going to work and you have to get more money for them to be on epic games which i mean that would make sense but i don't see why they would do that I think part of it, too, is just ease of access. All my friends I know are on Steam. 
Um, out of I, I don't know how many friends on Steam I have. I don't know the number, but let's just say it's around 50. Out of those 50, I'd say four of them are on the Epic Game Store. So if I would rather, I could see for a lot of people, including myself, I'd rather be where my friends are. Mm-hmm. And so um, if, if there is a game that I want and that I was looking forward to that me and my friends are looking forward to playing. And now at this point, I would be the only one. I, the odds of me being the only one to enjoy the product would be pretty high. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because even I though I prefer PC gaming, I play on my Xbox more because that's where most of my friends are. It just, it, to me, mentally, it goes back to the, uh, uh, I don't know, it, it's almost like a console war type of thing. Now it's a yep. streaming war. So, yep. you know, all my friends are on Xbox, but I own a Switch and a PS4. Yep. Why? Because there's certain games on there that I like to play. Yep. Yeah, I have Steam. Most of my friends play on Steam. But I have Epic Games. You know why? Because it's free and they offer free games. I can't argue with that. I, I, so. I do think that the mob mentality has gone after Epic in a way that's a little bit unfair with the devel- with developers. There was one developer recently that announced um, he would be going with Epic exclusively. I think the game was called Ooblet, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And he got he went on a huge tirade, like a like borderline, like this dude is on the edge of just being crazy. And as a result, like he it wasn't handled very well on his part. And then so I don't agree with that, but I also don't agree with him receiving and he did include screenshots. Him and his team got all kinds of death threats also because of it. So I think. I think if the developers were more, because the one thing that this developer tried to do of Ooblet tried to be more open as to as to tell people why they decided to go with the Epic Game Store, and he was the first to do so. I think if more companies were more transparent uh, behind why that decision is being made, I think it wouldn't be so so angry, such a big mob mentality. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the that's where. Lion lays the problem, especially when you have a game like Shenmue 3, which mm-hmm. recently announced it's exclusively with the Epic Game Store. Nobody saw that coming. And for those that don't want to use it, um, are now gonna have to wait to play it on Steam. I can yeah, I guess I could see the frustration behind that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's more of a communication thing right now. I think if I think as time goes on, we'll see what happens. We'll see if Epic can last or if uh, Steam will just, you know, keep on steaming along. Steaming along. Nice pun. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So we wanted to discuss a little bit about the Apex Legends X Games tournament. Mm-hmm. Um. Which was canceled or delayed, not canceled, uh, due to the mass shootings that took place in uh, Texas and also in your hometown area of Dayton, Ohio. 
my backyard. Um, which I, I personally feel was a right move. I mean, looking at the game itself and advertising that, uh, apex legends during a time when we just went through a mass crisis Mm -hmm. in the country, uh, probably wouldn't be the smartest thing to do. And, and I guess what I want to do is address the fact that what, what the X games did and everything. I, I think that that was a smart move on their part. Now, going to the thing that I wanted to discuss, and, and I don't know how you feel about it, mm-hmm. but I can't recall a time when video games were in the X games. And, I, and to tip my head, like I, I think that they did like a Halo Five tournament. I was gonna say it's been part of the X games for the past couple years i want to say at least four at least four or five okay but yeah halo 5 was definitely there because i remember watching it um not too long after halo 5 came out okay i don't know why this is just you know something that i've caught wind of just now um but it it's awesome i mean it's impressive. To I mean, see, I, to see the esports like stepping up into a a very popular event is is really cool, and it almost goes back to that uh, announcement, or, or or someone had quoted like uh, esports could potentially make it into the Olympics. Well, you know, going years and years back. Uh, Thinking of like snowboarding, like like big air or or um, slope style or something, being a part of Olympics would just be crazy. But now it's a part of the Olympics, and going back and thinking about video games being a part of the Olympics would be crazy. But just the fact that like it's in a major event like the X Games, it could happen. We could see esports in the Olympics. I. So here's my thing. I think that's really cool. It's really awesome that video games are part of the X Games. However, comma, I think if it had its own event, kind of like the X Games, that would be even better. So let's say, you know, it would be like a four, maybe four or five day event where certain times you've got your your shooters, like your Halo 5, Call of Duty, et cetera, et cetera. On another day, you've got your, I don't know, maybe sports tournaments, like your Maddens and FIFAs and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, and just have different tournaments like that. And then on your last two days, it would be the finals for those all those different categories. I think would be really cool to have. Instead of having it grouped in with another event, have it make it its own thing. So that way everyone can get hyped up and watch it or see what happens over the course of a few days and things like that. I can agree with that. And when I think of X Games, you know, it going to video games is not not something that I consider extreme. I agree. I, I wouldn't either. Unless maybe there was some sort of I don't know, like Tony Hawk type video game. Maybe, maybe tournament in that style. Maybe, but um, having something like Apex or Halo or anything like that, I 
I don't know why it's part of the the X Games. But again, like I said, I still think it's really cool that it's getting some sort of recognition. Some recognition. It's still kind of like a niche event. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's still pretty cool because it's it's on national TV, which you're going to get in like bars, bowling alleys, things like that. Yeah, but they're going to have it on. Regardless, because I remember going to a bowling alley late last year, they had the Overwatch playoffs playing at, at the bowling alley on all the screens. Uh, it's yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, if video games had their own event, what would it be called? That's a good question. Um, I would have to think about it. It would have the I would have the letter E in it, of course. E games. E, I was thinking E games. <laughs> I know it's kind of, you know, maybe cheesy or cheap, but at least it's something that's easy. Mm-hmm. People immediately know what it is. Because when you say the X Games, even if no one watches the X Games, I could go on the street right now and be like, do you know what the X Games are? They'd be like, yeah, yeah sure. It's extreme sports. Yeah. So if we had E Games, be like, oh, yeah, that's the eSport event thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's neat. Like you said, seeing it get the recognition that it is getting. And... Um, even though I don't believe that video games belong in a like extreme sport type of event, I, I completely agree with you with it being in its own event. That's still a gateway for it to potentially get into the Olympics. Yeah, and absolutely. If video games gone to the Olympics, like it's that's just mind boggling. The you think the Olympics of like the the elitist of elite athletes are in. For tons, tons of events and sports in video games are in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's cool. And I think the potential for it is absolutely there because I think right now the the biggest gaming events we have are Evo, which is strictly fighting, and then we have the two GDQs: Awesome Games Done Quick and Summer Games yep. Done Quick. I think those three events really show how popular and how mainstream video game events can be when you are focused on gamers themselves. So if you had something that kind of just, like I said, just bring it all together and have it uh, like a, you know, three, four day event, Thursday through Sunday kind of thing, it would be perfect. And I I think it would, it would make a killing in the gaming community and also just in general, because I know a lot of people that I see like on the internet, when they see stuff like, apex being shown or like say halo because apex didn't technically show on tv so we'll take the halo 5 tournament i remember watching it and just being amazed and astounded but the internet's reaction was oh these aren't athletes these aren't true sports why are these people here yada 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 so having its own event would kind of weed out those people so Mm -hmm. to speak and then just be it for people that are one maybe in the middle but definitely for those people that like you and me that are actually gamers Mm -hmm. you know i think that's what's missing right now is getting those people that are kind of in the middle. You get those people, you, it'll 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 take off like no yeah. other. Yep, I agree with you one hundred percent. All right, uh, I have nothing else that I want to cover. Do you? Um, not at the moment. Um, got an interview this week. Donovan set it up. So I don't remember, unfortunately, the guy's name or the game he's making. So I do feel really bad about that. But Donovan, <laughs> Donovan was the one who set it all up. He was like, hey, awesome. 
interview. Um, our bigger interview is at the end of this month, which I'm really excited for. So stay tuned. And I may potentially have another interview uh, as of this recording. So what? I won't what? announce it, but uh, something might happen. Okay. Oh, and I turned 29 this week. Yay. Hey. Welcome to 29. It's Thank you. not much different than 28. I kind of figured, but you know, yeah. I'll be on this earth one more year longer, I guess. Sweet. All right. Uh, you can follow us at uh, on Twitter at real dudes underscore pod, uh, Instagram and Facebook, real dudes podcast. And this really cool thing with anchor that you can do is send us voice messages. So all you gotta do is go to our anchor page and click on uh, the voice message tab, record your voice message, send it to us. We will play it on air, ask us a question, we'll discuss it on air. It's uh, a really cool feature that Anchor provides, and uh, I, I wish more podcasts would use this feature because it definitely um, adds some cool element to the podcast itself, an interaction with your listeners, which is pretty awesome. So, uh, Don't forget, you, you've got your own little podcast going now. Yeah. Separate out of Real News Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I it's uh I try to I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been doing Parent Quest. Uh it is a podcast about um raising kids in a time where it's cool to be considered a nerd, but what is a nerd? Well, we kind of dive into that. So I've had uh Brandon Phoenix and Nick not Nick. Uh, Phil Moore on and Sean Beeson is coming on this week. And uh, we kind of discuss like uh, Sean grew up loving music and composing music. Well, to me, I consider him as a nerd when it comes to music and knowing the ins and outs of music. Phil grew up uh, working with uh, TV and film and he knows the ins and outs of working in, in that area and his son. Uh, is following his footsteps, so we kind of discuss that. And then uh, Brandon, obviously, going into podcasting and being a, a nerd at sports. And you know, if I ever had any questions regarding sports, I usually go to him and ask him. And you know, it's just I don't know. It, being a nerd is something that you are uh, n- very knowledgeable in. I think. I agree, and it could be anything. It doesn't have to be games. It could be yeah. entertainment. Uh, or anything in the entertainment industry, such as, you know, sports like Brandon or music, uh, even things like uh, beauty. You know, I don't know nothing about makeup or anything like that, but there's a whole community about that. That knows way more than I will ever know about anything <laughs> yeah. about the human skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I completely agree. But uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, sometimes I'll put the advertisement on in between the episode, but I try not to self-advertise just because i don't know i don't know i don't want to to horn or anything i guess per se i feel you i feel you oh and i'm writing skits right now for our youtube channel so so i don't know when i will shoot those but they are in writing so stay tuned awesome yeah Yeah. very cool very cool uh okay uh Carrington, pleasure talking with you. Probably play video games with you here shortly. And uh, to everyone else, have a rad day.